I wanted to uh, introduce uh, a little bit, uh, some background on uh, LifeBridge Community Services. Um, one of the first things that really jumps off of the website is the fact that it was a nonprofit that, that actually t- has roots that go back 170 years. I don't think I've ever talked to any nonprofit in Bridgeport that can make that, uh, that claim. Uh, the, the mission ha- their mission statement is partnering with individuals, uh, youth and families to uh, improve well-being, to strengthen resilience, and uh, just to try to create a brighter future. Uh, the um, facilities and some of the services are a combination of behavioral health services, youth development programs, uh, asset building resources for families. And um, I'm happy to have uh, uh, several of uh, people who are uh, aligned or leaders of this uh, nonprofit. Edith Boyle is uh, the president and CEO, and and she's here. And uh, also um, she'll talk a little bit about the honorees of uh, an event that they have coming up on April 27th at the Knowlton. It's called Creating from the Heart. And I have two of the uh, I guess maybe the two honorees that uh, are receiving an award, um, Shanika Rucker and Razul Branch. So we'll hear from them a little bit as well. Uh, we're also going to try to get uh, 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 Say Adams um, on the phone. Now, Say Adams is a, a graphic designer, uh, a visual artist, but probably the most incredible thing is that he's a founding creative director of Def Jam Recordings, which uh, pretty amazing, uh, pretty amazing uh, record label, especially back when they were dealing with uh, the early days of, of hip-hop recordings. Um, so we'll hear from him on the phone. Um, let's start with uh, Edith. Um, Edith, uh, I've, this uh, event coming up uh, is obviously really important to you. It's a, it's a big event, it's, but it's actually free, uh, which I think is something that we want to stress from the outset, that this is not a ticketed event, but there are some other things that are happening having to do with art. But talk a little bit about the, uh, the concept of how you came up with uh, creating from the heart and then, you know, dovetail into some of the honorees that uh, are sure. here in the uh, studio. So. Sure, I'd be happy to sure. do so. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, as you had mentioned, our focus at LifeBridge, um, you know, we've been, again, in the community for 170 years. We're actually located on the west side of Bridgeport, um, is where we're headquartered. So we've been serving the Bridgeport community specifically for a long time. And with our focus um, on improving well-being and strengthening resilience through both behavioral health services and youth development programming, um, we we recognize that art um, is an effective clinical treatment modality. It's a vehicle for expressing our lived experiences, um, processing past traumas. It does promote and facilitate healing, right? And so we wanted to do this event, uh, Creating from the Heart, Cultivating Our Beloved Community, to really highlight that and to celebrate some of the um, amazing talent in Bridgeport as well. There's yeah. a lot of good uh, artists. In yeah, Bridgeport. no doubt. I mean, that's uh, certainly uh, that's one of the, 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 the leading, uh, really the leading forces, I think, is uh, the creative, creative juices, the creatives who are moving to Bridgeport, who are creating in Bridgeport, living and creating in Bridgeport with all the different uh, 
you know, work and live opportunities that we have. And I think it's, uh, yeah, art is, is something pretty pretty good to focus on, I think. Sure. And we have a really good lineup for the event, too. Um, the doors open at 4 p.m. at the Knowlton on April 27th, and then the main event will start at 5. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only do we have, like you had mentioned, our keynote, Say Adams, who, again, is the founding creative director of Def Jam Recordings. He's going to share his experience as an artist and his journey. But we also um, will be featuring art from many Bridgeport artists, um, the art from the students participating in our youth after-school youth program and um uh, dr misa akbar mm-hmm. will speak briefly and um you know lifebridge received designation recently as one of eight urban trauma centers in connecticut and so with that our clinicians are receiving training to better understand and address um, racial trauma specifically so dr misa akbar is an expert um, in this area and um she's also the chief diversity officer at the mm-hmm. american psychological association so we're happy that she'll also be able to um, be present and speak a little bit um to to urban and racial trauma as well. Wow. Now, the the gallery uh, that is going to be set up, then there's an auction. Is that, uh, is that a silent auction type of uh, process? Yes, yeah. and um, the art that will be uh, sold, um, displayed and sold, is currently um, online. If you go to our website mm. at lifebridgect.org, um, anyone who's interested in bidding on those pieces and, again, supporting the um, art community here in Bridgeport, please do so, and then um, you'll be able to view the art um, at the gallery and um, obviously will be sold to um, to those uh, who purchase the item in mm-hmm. bids. Um, but I did want to say, you know, you mentioned both um, Shanika and, and Raz here. We, you know, as part of this event, it was important to our planning committee to honor um, a couple members of specifically the Bridgeport community who have provided really impactful and meaningful service um, to the community. And they, they've, through their careers and through their life, have really fostered well-being in the community. Um, you know, Shanika um, is a Bridgeport artist and mental health clinician who's utilized art to promote healing herself. She's volunteered as a mentor and you know, across several organizations over the years, and she continues to do important work in the community around mental, aware- mental health awareness mm. and healing. Um, and then through the years, Razul, which a lot of people know Raz, but um, I think he's been sort of maybe a, um, a, a silent champion um, doing so much in the community, yeah. but maybe doesn't always get the um, recognition that he absolutely deserves. Um, he has volunteered his time and services to better the Bridgeport community and honestly, to engage others in educating themselves about what's happening around them. Um, yeah, he's no done doubt. a lot of work with public art projects um, and that sort of thing. So we're excited to be able to uh, yeah. recognize and honor I see, Raz as well. I see Raz is a very busy uh, individual. I see him all over the city. But he, I always said he's, uh, well, he said he's a placemaker. And I, then I add, he's a tastemaker. <laughs> He has good taste, and he also puts puts together some great events as well. And uh, the BPT creates is a really interesting. Uh, I think it's a nonprofit. If it, if it, it doesn't it's a for-profit. it doesn't matter what it is. It's just a good. It's just a good uh, operation, right? It is. Uh, and yeah, well, congratulations. So that's. Uh, I mean, I think these are two well, well deserving uh, honorees. You know, uh, for your event. Uh, you know, you were talking about uh, trauma and and. and you know, Bridgeport, 
Bridgeport carries with it a lot of statistics. Sometimes the statistics are great, and then sometimes the statistics are are, are, are sad. You know, uh, it, it's one of those cities. I've lived here now for maybe seven, eight years, and 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 we anyone who lives in Bridgeport loves Bridgeport. But Bridgeport has issues. You know, uh, some of these statistics that were from your website were, you know, sometimes hard to look at. But uh, like, for example, that. Uh, one in every three children in Bridgeport lives in poverty. That Bridgeport is the largest city in the state. Some people don't realize that, but it is. And the fifth poorest with an unemployment rate of almost 12% compared to less than 6% for Connecticut. And then the idea of trauma, that it says that by the time a child in Bridgeport reaches adulthood, they have already experienced two or three trauma-related events in a city where, you know, we do have... I mean, the crime rate is what it is, and it's it's not not, not something we brag about. Uh, but I mean, it, it is definitely uh, so important for social service groups to be located in in Bridgeport. And maybe you want to talk. Do any of you want to talk about just the challenges of uh, some of the main challenges that you deal with uh, with Bridgeport? I mean, it's kind of a full big question, but you know what. What is what are some of the things that you really are trying to deliver um, with uh, with LifeBridge, either in terms of summer camps or sure. other types of one-on-one or group group therapy? You yeah, know? like with many um, communities across the U.S., I think access to services continues to be an issue. Um, Bridgeport is in what's considered a HIPSA, a health professional shortage area, which is designated by the federal government. And so um, per capita, we, we really don't have the number of mental health professionals that are needed to, mm. to really address the need. Um, in a recent um, community survey or, or community needs assessment, excuse me, um, that was done by Bridgeport Hospital, um, the community is saying themselves that that's one of their top three issues is access, um, getting access to services. And so the the support of individuals like Shanika um, is absolutely critical. And I think, you know, providing the service is one thing. Providing quality service that helps people get better is a whole other thing. And that's something I think we're really striving to do is support our clinicians in strengthening that skill set. Mm-hmm. Just like with anything else, you know, it's all about the training and um, exposure that they get that really sharpens those skills. And so we're, we're trying to do that. Um, but, you know, Shanika, in your years of experience as a behavioral health clinician, um, anything you want to add to that? I would say uh, specifically working with the uh, Bridgeport community or, you know, ev- um, even with um, just any uh, urban community, what I've found is um, those, those statistics may, you know, be accurate. But uh, as a clinician, what we like to um, address, we like to address those issues. But on top of that, uh, really build on their level of resilience and mm-hmm. strength. Um, to continue day yeah. to day, and um, that's, that's a word I see a lot. Yeah, uh, in in the website, mm-hmm. resilience is something that appears over and over again. So, and what what is what is the what are some of the techniques? I mean, what what does that uh, mean to you in terms of trying to build resilience? Yeah. So, you know, if 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 you you think about it in general, if you if you're talking to someone. 
um, on a regular basis and you only focus on the negative, then it causes them to sit and soak and yeah. marinate only in that narrative and in that uh, negative narrative. So, um, you know, if if we address that part and, you know, they're able to release that uh, from from their lives or at least, mm. you know, compartmentalize in a way, then when you focus or shift the focus uh, to, you know, the strengths and, and ways that they have um, persevered throughout, you know, those traumas right. um, and, and use those uh, skills to focus on the, the future mm-hmm. and how they can continue yeah. in healthier ways than, you know, that's yeah, having a, a, you know, forward look and, and thinking that <laughs> right. there's optimism there, right. you know, right. That's tricky because I, you know, the statistics will show one point of view, but right. you know, these are these are people, right? Mm-hmm. So these are people I would just, the numbers, I would just so. add to that that I think sometimes, you know, I think the people of Bridgeport could teach us a thing or two about Absolutely. resilience, right? right. Mm. I, I think that's the absolute truth, and yeah. part of hosting this um, creating from the heart event is. Yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, what is urban trauma, but we're also going to celebrate a lot of the beautiful things that make Bridgeport such a wonderful place to live yeah. and work and and live your life, right? And I think that is something to um, Shanika's point that people need to understand. It's, you know, it's important how you view your community, and we want people to feel proud of the beautiful things in Bridgeport as well. Um, so creating that balance. Um, well, again, we're talking with uh, Edith Boyle, who's the president and CEO of uh, LifeBridge, and they have an event coming up on uh, April 27th. It's free to the public, and it runs from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. It's called Creating from the Heart. There's going to be uh, a number of talks, and there's an art uh, art exhibit. There's an auction online. And uh, I'm going to take a quick music break, and we're going to get... Um, uh, say Adams on the phone. Okay, so we'll, we'll be right back. This is WPKN uh, Community Radio GM report to the listeners. Okay, and uh, back we are. Uh, this is WPKN, the uh, GM report to the listeners. And I, on the phone, I have uh, Say Adams, who's. Uh, going to be a featured keynote speaker at the event that we've been talking about with LifeBridge, the Creating from the Heart, and I'm just going to give him a, just a quick uh, intro. Uh, I did that at the beginning of the show, but for those of you just joining us, uh, I, I guess the, the amazing thing about uh, Say Adams is if you just say the fact that he was the founding creative director of Def Jam Recordings, if uh, any of you uh, lived through the 80s and, and the birth of hip-hop, you certainly know about Def Jam uh, recordings, but much more than being part of that record uh, label, he's also been a graphic designer, an artist, a teacher, and he has a lot to say, uh, I think. And uh, perhaps, uh, well, welcome, welcome, say, to uh, WPK, and I think um, I'm going to have, maybe if you could talk a little bit about, um, you know, as a keynote speaker, uh, what you're going to be talking about uh, for this event uh, coming up uh, on April 27th. Okay, let's see. Me on. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. Okay, cool. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to, you know, be coming to town. And, you know, I'm always excited when I get an opportunity to talk to young people and folks from specific communities because, 
you know, that's the work that I do. I travel around the country and I basically preach the, the gospel of uh, hip hop. And I talk about my journey and I talk about what it was like growing up in the 80s as, you know, first a, a teenager and a 20 something and just, you know, being alive at this really cool time when my friends like Jean-Michel Basquiat and Keith Haring and Run DMC and the Beastie Boys and LL Cool J and everybody was out there doing their thing and really trying to make their mark. And it's just just mind-boggling to me to think that so much time has passed, but I'm really excited about it. Yeah, no, I think it's... uh, We're just coming off of an event that was down in Westport that was celebrating uh, the 50th anniversary of hip-hop and... And Russell, were you there? Did, were you at that event down no, at the Verso Fest? Okay, yeah, that was pretty cool because uh, I guess the. Um, have you been to Bridgeport before? With uh, are you? Uh, I have. Yeah. I have actually very recently, yeah. as a matter of fact. Yeah, the Skinny Boys were reunited uh, on that stage. Remember, <laughs> remember them? <laughs> I do actually. Yeah, it was it was quite a good event. So uh, anyway, it's it's going to be fun to, to have you back in Bridgeport, and this is going to be a great event. It's a the, the Knowlton is uh, just one of these hip spots uh, in Bridgeport. It's um, it's uh, one of a kind, really. So I think uh, I think it'll be a pretty cool place to deliver a keynote uh, address. Um, do you want to add anything at all in, in terms of? Uh, you know his uh, his keynote and what it means for your organization. Yeah, yeah um, um, I think that one of the reasons we selected Say in particular is he has, in addition, you know, over the course of his career, is also well known for his his um, murals and you know that he's an excellent muralist as well. Hmm. And um, you know, I was just going to add that as part of this beloved community theme um, for this event. The youth that are participating in our after-school program, they've been learning about Martin Luther King Jr.'s six principles of nonviolence. And that second principle states that nonviolence seeks to win friendship and understanding. And the purpose of nonviolence is, to, is the creation of a beloved community. So as part of this event, um, Bridgeport youth um, are learning these principles and they're going to be designing, they are currently designing and will be implementing a community mural um, here in Bridgeport. So it's nice to sort of tie in Say's um, experience and, um, yeah, you yeah. know, what he knows about mm-hmm. that um, in his over his career with uh, that piece of the event as well. Yeah, those murals. You know, well, yeah. uh, I was going to just say, you know, um, I did uh, a mural uh, dedicated to Martin Luther King for the Juilliard School here in uh, New York City. And very recently, um, I met Martin Luther King III at uh, a gal at the Smithsonian. And I told him that his mother and father were really important in my family growing up as a kid, which, you know, I, I imagine um, is the, uh, you, you know, the feeling of a lot of people. But it was really great to meet this man that probably is the same age as me and we were probably, you know, well, we were what? We were young kids when his father, you know, was killed. But 
his message obviously still lives on. And I just want young people to know that that's the inspiration for why I do this kind of work. Because I, I think that in a lot of ways, the baton was handed to us. And it's our job to be our own community leaders. And for me, coming from the hip hop community, I think that that's what's really important, letting young people know not only you know what your journey was like, you know me in particular, but you know how I make the work that I make, and if there's anything I can do to inspire people, that's the message that I want to leave behind when I, I'm talking to folks. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a wonderful opportunity. Uh, again, creating from the heart. It's uh, going to be on April 27th at the Knowlton, which is. Uh, Really a great, a great space. Um, any other uh, comments or feedback? Uh, anyone want to ask, uh, uh, say any questions about his um, his uh, talks that he does or his uh, some of his work that he's uh, producing? No, I'm sure excited to see uh, his keynote on uh, uh, next week's no. event. It's going to be awesome. So, how, how many uh, talks do you do? Uh, would you say on an annual basis? Say. Wow, you're going to press me. Yeah, I mean, is <laughs> um, you know, um, I, I travel a lot. On the road a lot, yeah. Trying, uh, but I've been trying to stay in the studio because, you know, I am a practicing artist, and so my, you know, work is making art, and you know, going from you know gallery to gallery, museum to museum. But that's what I do. But. The other thing that I do is I, I travel around and I talk to young people and I explain what it was like, like I mentioned earlier, growing up at this, you know, really amazing moment in American history. And we did not know that we were creating, uh, you know, this foundation that was going to resonate 50 years later. Yeah. It's, it's amazing right. to even say it out loud. Well, it was um, at the uh, event that took place, uh, I guess, two weeks ago in Westport at their library. They had a scratch-off with about six of the uh, top uh, turntablists from the early 80s from Bridgeport. And they had, uh, they had cameras set up above the turntable so you could actually see them, you know, creating their beats and scratching. And it was... Uh, it was a very cool event, you know. Uh, I, I, there seems to be so many more uh, things coming out with this idea of, of like, the 50th anniversary. There, I think there's, down in the Bronx, I saw there's uh, an incredible lineup. I think, is it in May? With, like, literally every major hip-hop artist on the stage, you know, from Africa, yeah, Bambada, yeah. to to you name it, you know, to... Chuck D and, yeah, I, you and know, Public Enemy, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, we have a, a great mayor whose name is Eric Adams, who is also the name of my son. And I think he really understands how hip-hop brings people together. And now we're at that age where all of our cultural pioneers are, you know, getting older. And it's really important for young people to know you know, the legacy of how this all started and, and why they're so excited about it. And, you know, in rock and roll, it, it sort of required learning to know 
who the people are that came before you. But hip-hop has always been slow in doing that. We made people think that old school was a bad word. And the only thing that matters is what's young and fresh. But now we know that that's not the case. We have to celebrate these pioneers because without them, the younger ones wouldn't have had any idea about making this music and art and dance. And the whole culture would not have existed if it wasn't for, you know, pioneers like myself and a bunch of others. Right, right. Well, we're going to be uh, lucky to have you here in Bridgeport. And I'm certainly, I'm going to be going, and it's a free event. Uh, so, um, I don't know, I think that's uh, when you say free, and you've got uh, art, and you've got uh, <laughs> you've got great speakers, and you've got uh, some some healing thoughts uh, in the room. You know, it's a pretty, a pretty great event. Uh, thanks again for, uh, for calling in. And uh, anything else you want to add? Or Good. Well, we'll see you. I'm really excited, and I'll see everyone on April 27th. And just please tell your friends and come on out and support, and let's celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Great. Sounds like a plan. All right. Thanks again. Uh, say Adams. All right. Take care. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. I think that's going to be quite a, quite a, a keynote speaker. Um, thank you again for coming into the studios. I think we're going to, if there's anything else you guys want to add, uh, otherwise, uh, again, maybe information on the website and the auction, auction process yes, would be yes. good. Again, um, go to our website at lifebridgect.org. Um, there's information both about the art auction and information about the event. You can also register there. Again, it's free all ages, so families can bring their kiddos. Um, you don't have to have kiddos to come. <laughs> Adults can, can come. Um, but please, let's take advantage of um, this, this wonderful event and just to bring the community together and celebrate Bridgeport. Right. Well, thank you for coming into the studio, Edith Boyle, and also to Shanika Rucker and Razul Branch, and uh, to say Adams on the phone. So uh, have a wonderful event, and uh, I'll see you on the 27th. How's that sound? Great. Thank you. All right. We're going to go out with this, and we'll bring our next guest in on WPKN. This is the GM Report to the listeners. I'm Steve DiCostanzo.